Hello, and welcome back to Just Be. Oh my gosh. I, this is like the best, gonna be the best life update ever. I have such like a good little message in my life update to start the podcast, but I'm going to be, once I get past the life update, I'm going to be talking about lifting because I feel like I've learned such good stuff over my time just like kind of experimenting with like fitness and movement and I feel like I have good shit to say about it and I have a lot of good tips for anyone who wants to get into lifting. A lot of my friends come to me because they know I have a lot of good info on lifting and I just recently made this like notes app for Marley just kind of like breaking down lifting for like a beginner and I want to like kind of give that to anyone who needs it. Side note, if you want access to that note, I have it. And if like you're looking to get into lifting, text me. I have a note and like even though I'm going to be talking a lot about lifting and you can take notes on this if you want, I think that's a super simple breakdown of it and it's useful and I spent time on it. So if you want it, text me first off. But We're going to get more into the lifting part after the life update. I have a somewhat large life update. First off, let's address the elephant in the room. I missed a week. Womp womp. Um, (laughs) But this life update will explain that pretty well. My thing with this podcast is I went into it and I was like, this is going to be my hobby. It's going to be something for me to do. It's something I'm passionate about outside of school and stuff. And that's that's what it serves for me. It serves like a escape and it, I when I tell you when I sat down to record this I felt like a <sighs> you know I have had the most crazy week and, and just to finish that thought this is like what this podcast is to me just to be able to have an escape and last week was the opposite of an escape for me I came back from spring break which I'm going to give a little spring break recap because so fun so awesome and I had so much oh my god I was I was a hot mess let's just like let's put it out there I came back I during spring break told myself we're not going to touch any work it always ruins your vacation when you do work you're very ahead you're totally good now take the time you have one week to spend with your family and your friends that you don't get to see very often put it aside because you can, you work very hard to have this time to yourself, so take it. So I did that, even though having a syllabus, I feel like all college students can relate to this, having a syllabus and knowing everything you have to do, everything that's laid out in front of you, it's so overwhelming. And this is exactly how I felt in COVID when I was struggling really, really bad with school. And this is something that I knew that was gonna, I was gonna feel this way going into college because when I was in COVID, I did not deal well with having, like, knowing all the due dates that were ahead um, tentatively. And it overwhelmed me to the max. And I um, was struggling a lot then because I don't know if this ties into like the ADHD talk a little bit because when you are having such a hard time and when when you're not in a place um surroundings wise right I was at home I didn't have that like focused I didn't have focused people around me right when you're not in an environment that supports your focusing issues right it's anxiety inducing because you are never getting anything done but you feel like you're always doing work so I was an extreme ball of anxiety I was the worst person you would probably ever meet like I was not enjoyable to be around (laughs) and I think that obviously I look back and I can give myself grace and friggin love that girl because that sucks and I know how that feels and I would just like constantly like once a month I would have a freak out and I felt like last week was uh, like Last week, I felt like I was totally retracting all this work that I have done. You know, I moved forward. I recognized that part of my life, and I said, I cannot live like that. You know, I took the step. I talked to my doctor about my ADHD. I figured it out. I've been very good. I have not had those 
anxiety feelings in a long time because I've been doing everything so efficiently and my life feels like I feel like I'm, I'm able to get stuff done now right and then last week hit me when I came back from break and I was like holy fuck I have so much work to do and everything just felt like I don't even know and and, and for and for me it's so hard to kind of deal with this because I know that I am okay you know I'm not behind but not being ahead for me is stressful. And and again, it's a bad feeling, right? And a lot of the time, this is a good thing because I'm ahead. But when you're, you know, not ahead and you're on time and you're getting stressed out and overwhelmed and you are not taking the time for yourself, it's a sucky feeling. <laughs> and obviously, it's how my brain works and I have to work with it and live with it. And I have to remind myself that just because I had that one week last week where when I tell you guys, like, I woke up, I went to classes, I locked my phone in my room, and I I had, like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this app. Marley introduced this to me. It is, I think it's, like, $5, but honestly, I think it's super cool, and it helps me a lot. It's called, like, the Forest app, and it's a focusing app, and it essentially like sets you up for however much you want to study. So most of the time I do 25 minutes and then it gives you a little five minute break and then you go right back into studying. And then once you have enough coins, you can actually plant a tree like in real life. So I've been doing that, which has been helping me a lot. And like other than that, for myself last week, I did not record my podcast. I implemented movement twice into my week which is obviously not ideal I want to be moving my body and getting that you know getting those endorphins every day you know whether it doesn't need to be anything crazy but just even going on a walk like I I can't be cooped up in my dorm room that's that's not sustainable that's not okay so I you know two only two things but I did it I did it I made the time and I did it I'm happy for myself and I wouldn't have done that you know uh, junior year when I was struggling so much in COVID and I felt that feeling again. And another thing that I did, which I think is awesome and I'm giving myself total props for, is um, I implemented doing gratitude in the morning. I said, if I'm not really helping myself and I don't have the time to, or don't have the time, I, I genuinely, it was not in the cards for me. Like, I'm a big, I'm a big, like, make the time to go to the gym, make the time to go on the run, make the time to go on a walk person. But when I tell you, like, I didn't even have, I was so mentally drained, I just needed to get my stuff done. And I did. And what I did instead, which I felt was a good, like, little supplement for me in that crazy week and anxiety feeling, I would wake up in the morning and I downloaded this gratitude app, which I'm going to utilize more. Um, It's called, I think it's literally just called Morning it's like a morning gratitude app and I it gives you let's see I'm gonna go on it now because I actually haven't done it today but it says like I'm grateful for and gives you three things what would make today great give you three things daily affirmation blah blah blah. and then at the end of the day you have like other two prompts and so instead I said to myself you know if I don't feel like I'm doing enough to satisfy me in the realm of taking care of myself let's do something little takes five minutes I can spare five minutes and so instead of feeling like I had backtracked it on my process and like even though last week was insane and it sucked and it was a lot of work I got it all done which was awesome um I lost a little sleep it happens I'm a college student I got my work done I moved my body a little bit I recognized um the source of my anxiety and how to not let it ruin my life, right? <laughs> and realize that this is just one hiccup. And I implemented gratitude in the morning, which I haven't done in a really long time. And um, so, yeah, just find the good and the shitty things in life. I mean, like last week was a really shitty week. I was not a very nice person. Um, as I was told, I had my claws out all week and I was very on edge. But this week is new. I had to have that little blip in the road to learn the lessons that I did and be able to sit and reflect on it. And 
life is good now. I'm feeling very confident about this week. Very good stuff about to happen. Um, I guess let's backtrack a little bit more. I have not talked about spring break. The last thing I talked about was, let's see, what was the last podcast I had? Okay, I just looked and I realized that the last podcast that I had, I recorded before I went back to school, which I kind of knew, but I just want to verify. And I guess I'll give a little update on, um, ah, let's see. First, I'll start with New York. New York was so fun. I had so much fun. It was so good to see my friends and just spend time with them, like close time with them. And it was also good. I explained this to my parents. I was like, when I, I think I've talked about this on here too, but going home for like a short period of time feels kind of sucky sometimes because you don't feel like you've had, you had enough time to see everyone or do everything. And obviously there's never enough time to be spent with family and stuff. And you're always going to feel a little bit unsatisfied because you're leaving your house. It's like, it's just home, you know? But I think that having that time with my friends in the beginning took a lot of pressure off seeing them during the week too. Like I, when they were hanging out and I was like, "Mm, can't make it or "Mm, hanging out with my dad, "Mm, hanging out with my mom, you know, I didn't feel like shitty. And even like, obviously I always want to see everyone, but you know, I'm going home and I want to see my family and being able to have that like intimate weekend took the pressure off of like, oh, I'm really tired, but I should go out with my friends tonight. You know, like it took that pressure off. So it was really good. I literally had so much fun and there's, that's that. The apartment was amazing. I am like still astonished by the fact that that even like actually happened. Honestly, I didn't have a lot of faith just because boys are boys and Nico was facilitating this whole thing. And, you know, I I apologize for my doubt towards Nico. I don't know how he pulled it off, but it was amazing. Um, shout out Stefano <laughs> and um, Nico for that. But so that was awesome that that worked out. Home was so nice. It was so good to see my mom and my dad and I got pimped out like for real um (laughs) I got a new phone I got my iPad for my birthday and it like I just had so much fun just like being around my dad I'm so glad that he didn't have to go to work and we just like spent such a good time together I don't know I think it's it's so fun to be able to just like go on rides with him and just like hey I'm going to the store you want to come yeah that's just like my favorite thing to do ever with my dad and I just like I love I love hanging out with him and I got to spend a lot of time with my mom which is so nice and um, I got to go to her yoga class and we I she took me to temple I got to meet Rabbi Lieberman which is really great because he's been so wonderful to my mom and welcoming and anyone who's welcoming and wonderful to my mom is someone important in my life too and um, yeah it was I can't even I can't express how happy I was to go home and see everyone and do everything and it was so nice I got to see my nana and papa like four times or something like that you know it was so awesome so yeah I had so much fun (laughs) and I actually just booked my train tickets home I got to go home for Easter break too which I really wasn't anticipating which is great so I'm gonna see my parents again soon and oh my gosh I get to see I get to see Ella, Ella Ostrov, Missy Wilmington girl, and I haven't seen her in so long, and I get to see her during break, which I'm so excited about. Literally, like, that was one of the main reasons I went home. I was like, girl, I miss Ella, and I didn't get to see her during spring break, so, like, I deserve to go home and see her because I miss her so much. I literally be, like, watching, like, her stuff that she sends us, and I'm just like, I miss Ella. Um... I miss all my friends, but I do get to see them more often because she goes to school in North Carolina, so very far away. I digress. I'm very excited for my upcoming trip home, and that was a little bit of my trip home and things I've learned in the past week of my craziness. And moving forward now, let's talk about lifting. Now, I want to preface that I'm framing this podcast in a like lifting for beginners type of way because even though I might get ahead of myself at some points, I want to make this kind of into like a, I would like to talk about lifting a lot more because I think I have a lot of good stuff to say about it, but 
in this hour or so, I kind of just want to like hit the basics. I want to prompt it in a very unoverwhelming way. I kind of want to give a little bit of my credentials and my experience. Like, why the hell should you listen to me about this? I mean, obviously take everything I say with a grain of salt. I'm not a fitness trainer or anything like that, but what worked for me worked for me and what didn't work for me didn't work for me. And you can take that with, again, a grain of salt. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to like talk about the overwhelming aspect of getting into lifting and I want to prompt this in a very non-overwhelming way because I know it can be and I want to give you a little bit of resources to give you confidence and give you confidence myself right I want to promote a healthy relationship with lifting which is huge and I want to help you set some goals and help you maybe hear my goals with lifting and what they were at one point and maybe give you some ideas and whatnot and give you I'm gonna give you guys my definition of like a a lifting goal and maybe this will help you move forward in yours so that's my goal with this podcast I feel like when I was actually home I planned this podcast out a little bit and so I'm kind of just taking a look at my notes right now and yeah let's get into it so I guess I'll start with my experience Basically, I, my dad had been bodybuilding, I want to say when I was in like eighth grade, and I would go to the gym with him, and I think this is so funny, I just need to mention this, Um, I would go to the gym with him, and we we were going to, it was literally called Infinity Fitness at the time, but it was USA, and I just like loved going to the gym with him, because it was like fun, it was, it was something to do with my dad, and it was always just a fun experience, and it was funny to me so funny every time I would go into the gym I feel like a lot of people probably feel this way it's very uncomfortable especially with a bunch of jacked dudes around you and it's very male dominated not a lot of boys so I was just so uncomfortable like I just thought it was like funny so I would just laugh and my dad would be like Brady Kaylee like you can't be laughing through your sets like all this stuff and I was like little you know (laughs) but like I just think it's funny that that was the number one thing right I was like bro I'm not taking you again if you don't take this seriously and honestly like it's just so funny because I was just so uncomfortable but I always thought it was so fun and I guess that was like my introduction and I kind of like ebbed and flowed out of lifting I want to say like in eighth grade I was lifting a little bit at USA on my own like once I kind of got over that like uncomfortableness and I I did start going back to USA, like, by myself, like, my parents would drive me, (laughs) um, type beat, and I wouldn't go with my dad, and it was very much, like, just, again, kind of how everyone starts with lifting, you kind of go into the gym, and you stay in that little side room, because you're a little scared, and then eventually, like, you walk out, you do a few machines, and you get a little bit more comfortable, but I never fully got comfortable, and then I kind of just fell out of it, and I, I I don't know I fell in and out of a lot of like fitness stuff and then I picked up lifting again this is a very lifting specific episode just because I don't know I feel like talking about it I feel like I have good stuff to say and whatever but I just want to say I'm leaving out like the other kind of things I got into in the meantime but um (laughs) I got back into lifting uh, right before COVID and I just like kind of I got a membership at Planet Fitness I was kind of just like meh you know, we'll see. I I just want to get more active and whatever. And this was right after field hockey season. I just like, I've always had an interest in lifting and I was kind of sick of just kind of be bopping in and out of it with my dad sometimes. So I got more comfortable with machines, I think at this point. And I kind of, that's kind of what, and then, and then COVID happened and I kind of did my own thing. And I wouldn't say I was like lifting, lifting during COVID. Once things started opening back up, I went back to Planet Fitness because I still had a membership there, and once my dad allowed me to go back to the gym, and I would lift with Nico and Lucas, and I would kind of just, I don't know, still like beep bopping, getting more comfortable with the machines. Actually, even though Lucas doesn't do a lot of calisthenics anymore, Lucas is my friend, and he lifts a lot, so I might mention him a few times in this podcast because I also did reach out to him, and I was like, do you have any good advice that you want to share? that I you think I should mention in my podcast same with my dad but 
um lucas actually kind of got me on like my calisthenics goals which i i really wanted to get like a good like tricep push-up and even though he doesn't do those anymore i kind of want to like shout him out for that because that was just like a core lifting goal achievement memory of mine and that's truly where it started because i think it's like it's kind of, it's so funny to reflect on like the pfit days like when me nico and lucas started like going to the gym like kind of getting into lifting and i think lucas would kill me if he was like if i said this to him but like we did in a sense like learn a lot about lifting in the same like path you know we like started going to the gym and even though he would love to say that at the time we were going to Planet Fitness, he knew way more about lifting than I did. I, we were both babies. You know what I mean? We were babies, baby lifting babies. And we learned a lot, like, in the time span from then to now. And so it's it's really, it was actually cool because I had a little bit of background from my dad and, like, lifting on my own, kind of just introductory, right? And he had a little background, too. And so it was super cool. Once we he got out of plant fitness and then like I ended up also moving to USA and it was just cool because we kind of were able to like learn stuff and grow together and teach each other things and that's really like that's a super cool thing if you again like I think that being able to have someone to talk to and maybe like lift with sometimes is also just like a cool part of the journey that like obviously is not necessary but if you have a friend like talk to them about it and like I don't know or if you have a friend that wants to get into lifting like be open to listening to them about it because it's really it's a cool practice and it's I don't know maybe this is biased because I love talking about lifting and I would love to hear someone passionate about lifting talk to me but I don't know I think it's cool to be open to so anyway I moved to USA which is just like another gym in my town and I kind of just like I don't know I just got super into it. I loved it. It served me a lot of good and I don't know. I just it was it was a really fun period in my life. I don't know. I learned so much about lifting and I was lifting way too much. I'm going to preface this now. I learned a lot. I loved it. It served me so much good, especially in senior year. I just remember like I was always in the library from like the time school got out. I'd go to Starbucks, go to the library, grind at the library, go to the gym. And that was kind of like what kept me sane because I was able to kind of like socialize with people, hang out and take a break from my work. So it served me like so much good in my like mental sense. Physically though, (laughs) I was so into it and I loved it so much that I overdid it, of course. And I was lifting five six sometimes seven days a week and as much as it could be totally healthy for you if you do it in moderation and whatever I mean it didn't work for me I totally fucked my back I was hitting PRs right like I was on my way to I was on my way to benching 135 did I get there no am I glad I didn't get there yes (laughs) because when I hit 115 I truly, that's when I started feeling, feeling the benching repercussions in my back. (laughs) And, um, to this day, my back is so tight on my left side. I went to acupuncture for it and whatever, but definitely that phase taught me to keep my love for lifting in moderation because that's also what's going to keep my love for lifting sustainable and make me not be burnt out and ever hate it you know you never want to hate something that you love right so now moving forward I am right now I have different goals as in I want to focus on running for endurance like I want to be able to run for a long time (laughs) is basically my like fitness goal right now so I'm using running as a way to strengthen my body in the correct ways for running so like I'm which is so cool about lifting is that you can use it as a tool for any fitness goal that you have if your goal is to do more yoga you know fucking do those tricep pushdowns so you can be shown off those triceps and chaturanga you know what I mean like you can utilize lifting and I think it's just I think it's so beautiful if you utilize it in a healthy way 
but at the time the only goals I really had were like strength-based and I didn't really explore the idea that there's so much good movement why limit myself to one thing because there's so much movement that not only is out there but also makes me happy you know lifting wasn't as much as lifting was my source of happiness at the time there's so many other movements and that are good for my body and good to mix it up and that I could utilize which I wasn't at the time so now I utilize lifting in a different way but if your goals are strength-based then use lifting perhaps as like like my goal is to run long so I'm gonna be putting a focus on running more right but I also implement like yoga and I implement strength training and I implement like walking and bike riding you know like what right like that's 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 the goal but like my main thing is running right now but if your goal is to build strength and build muscle right then make running i mean make lifting your main thing but also don't forget to implement those other things which i was not doing you know cardio is important don't listen to the chicken and rice gym rat boys that you know like to think they rule the gym and think they know everything about fitness. They don't. Spoiler alert. Um, Also, the fitness industry is highly, highly dominated by men, right? Like, let's just put that right out on the table. So anyone, any man telling you, oh, you're not lifting six, seven, five days a week, whatever, right? oh, like, you should probably lift more. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're not a gym rat, whatever. Fuck that, right? Because we're different creatures, right? We run on different cycles and we're different. So I think that a big reason why there's, like, this push and this kind of, like, implicit thing that, oh, you're not really a gym rat if you don't go to the gym X amount of times a week. Literally fuck that. Because like literally fuck that but now kind of moving forward from like my journey gave you guys a little brief background on that I think that the number one thing is like first setting a goal and how are you going to utilize lifting like what can you do with this and kind of just reflect on those things before moving forward in lifting or while you're doing it I mean just get in the gym that's that's the most important thing if you're there you're doing great and you're moving towards the goal of bettering yourself and and getting those endorphins, you know what I mean? That's the first thing. You don't you don't need to make it this serious, but if you're ready to kind of like reflect on the why you're using the gym, this could help you. Well, so yeah, think about how you're going to utilize it and maybe set some goals. If you're perhaps going to the gym or you went into the gym with goals focused around changing your body, and you've recognized that and reflected on that, let's let's take it back and let's set some new goals to move forward in a healthy way and to maintain your relationship with lifting because it can be utilized in a healthy way. So what I just mentioned before was like in an athletic sense, how are you utilizing lifting? Are you looking for strength, endurance, mobility, flexibility? Figure out those things, right? Maybe Google some definitions, figure out what you're trying to do, right? Like, I don't know. I would say setting goals in an athletic sense is important, but for a mental sense, this is just as important as the athletic goals, if not more important. And actually, when I asked my dad, who I've expressed, I look up to him a lot when it comes to the conversation of lifting because he knows a lot about lifting. He should probably be talking on this podcast with me. But, um he said think about like the mental portion and like that how insane and i've talked to so many people about this but setting athletic goals and you know moving forward in the athletic and physical sense of lifting is so important right and a lot of people you start with those goals and you learn so much about your mentality and this is going to be a little bit of a tangent right now, but I remember I called my dad. I was like in my super gym rep phase and I wasn't really running and I called him and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I just had the best run ever. I 
um, haven't been on a run since I've learned so much about my body since going into lifting. Because when you do lift, you learn that so many of your limits are mental. So many. I mean, like, this is gonna, it's gonna astonish you. You know, like, you're gonna be lifting with a friend and they're gonna say, Kaylee, why the fuck? I remember, actually, Chloe, if you're watching this, me and Lucas, we were lifting together and he was like, why the fuck did you just pick up 15s? You're doing Bulgarian split spots or 10s maybe I picked up. And I was like, bitch, I'm tired. Like, give me a break. Like, fuck you. Like, don't be shaming me. Like, how much weight I'm... He's like, Kaylee, pick up 20s. And so I'm like, fine. Like, fuck you. You know, I'm like being like sassy and annoying to him. And then like, I totally repped out the 20s. And like, that's just one example. Like, pushing your mental limits because I had probably only picked up 10s or 15s at that point and I banged out 10 reps of 20s three times and Lucas just looks at me he's like like really and I'm like okay all right whatever fuck you but that's just one example and so like knowing that and, and that's happened in every single lift I've had, right? That's just a split spot example. It's happened on my deadlifts. It's happened everywhere. You tell yourself you're like I can just put on another 10. If I just, I can just put on another 10. And then you do it and you're like, oh shit. So that was mental. And so now you're running for the first time, right? After learning all these lessons. And I'm like, oh, I really want to stop, right? I really want to stop. That's all that's really going through my mind when I want to run. I could really walk right now. I could use a walk. And um, then you're like, well, am I going to die if I keep going? Like, am I a healthy young girl that's just on a light jog? You can keep going, babe. You can keep going. And then I finish it and I'm like, oh, so this is exactly like, it's, it's the mental thing. You're like, my body can do that. You know, like push it, push the mental limits. So now with, with that, I kind of just want to talk about making mental goals and making sure to track those like mental hurdles you're taking is so important so when you're when you're going into it a lot of the time I I, like I just told you I don't think I really went into lifting with a lot of mental goals but I came out with so much good knowledge about mentality and how to push yourself and how to you know just fucking take everything you have in your will and just erase it and realize that you have the capacity to do so much more than you think so create some mental goals because you will hit them you know um are you overcoming a mental struggle are you are you trying to implement discipline and how are you going to break these men or or overcome these mental barriers and how are you going to utilize lifting to do that because you like i'm telling you right now you can like lifting will help that so Maybe perhaps think about these things, but just moral of the story, find your purpose and execute that shit. Because I know you can, and I did, and do it. Like, you you can, and I'm so excited to, you know, text me what your goals are, and we'll chat about it. Like, it's so fun to me to see how other people utilize lifting, and if you're thinking about it, do it. Another thing kind of important in moving forward with how you want to go into your lifting journey, think about the type of person you are. So for me, I'm kind of totally prompting this entire podcast in like a planner sense. Like I, I'm a planner and I love to have, you know, goals. I like to write things down and kind of talk about why I'm doing them, how I can implement them into my day. And like for me, I totally, I use, I use planning as in a little bit of an unhealthy way, which I can recognize, which it gives me like a sense of control in my life. So to kind of utilize that, like, and and now knowing that I do that, I did that all last week, planned out my entire day from front to back because I felt so overwhelmed in my life last week. With knowing that, for me, getting into the gym was I had to do a lot of reflection first, and that's kind of how I'm prompting this entire podcast. So another good thing to maybe think about before going into the gym, like, 
if you're not like me and you're not so much of a planner and you're just like fuck it like plans don't really work for me i just want to go into the gym once in a while and fuck around then fuck around right life's not that cheap that that cheap life's not that deep and so that's like another thing i kind of wanted to touch on think about like what works for you if i'm sitting here and i'm like okay write down your goals and you know like this is this is a thing you can do and this is a thing you can do if it doesn't work for you just go in and fuck around getting in and getting a feel for it and getting comfortable is the only thing that we're talking about here today i'm just kind of giving some resources and tools that like if you are someone like me who likes to talk about this stuff and maybe was a little nervous and like the planning aspect and the thinking about why you're going in is going to help you move forward with those like confidence barriers then utilize it but if it doesn't just get your ass in there and that's another thing to think about so now that we've kind of talked about setting yourself up to kind of understand yourself a little bit more and perhaps make the lifting experience a little less overwhelming and I've given you some notes to reflect on if you're feeling a little weary about it and hopefully you find your way to get the confidence to get in there whatever works for you now I'm going to set you up with a little bit of like a simple plan and we'll talk like splits and overcomplicating things and setting realistic goals expectations and all that jazz first let's break it down to a weekly level i'm just gonna say don't overcomplicate that shit and that's gonna be the overarching theme of this like weekly goal talk and i'm gonna try to keep this brief uh talking about like splits and stuff because the most important thing in this podcast is it's it's catered towards beginners and the number one thing is just get into the gym, start moving, start feeling out different movements and see what works for you. And I want to just start on that note. But you're going to go into the gym and as you kind of get more comfortable, you might want to create a sort of routine. And if you do want to start out with a split, I'm going to give you a few simple splits that might work for you. I'm going to tell you guys the body parts you want to hit and maybe you can, you know, create your own and yeah. I would first realistically ask yourself, again, if you're a planner, how much time do I want to dedicate to movement each day? Movement, I try to make an everyday thing. Lifting, in my opinion, is not. You, anyone can fight me on that. I will say that with my chest. Lifting is not an everyday thing. You need rest no matter what your goals are. You can hit your goals with rest and you will only hit your goals with rest. So just prefacing that. Right now, with the goals that I have, I aim to lift three days a week, but I've also lifted six, seven days a week, and it was not good. So find your balance, find what works for you, and even though your goal can totally be strength, but just make sure that this goal is not compromising your overall health, right? You can achieve strength even if you're not lifting six days a week, and I just want to, like, push that into your brain and if your body's hurting tell it no like don't tell it no your body is telling you no and don't ignore those signs right if your body's hurting take the day take a rest adjust your routine accordingly your body is will indicate to you when it's had enough so now kind of once you've figured out how much time you want to delegate to the gym I'm going to explain to you a few common things that you're probably going to hear when it comes to splits. First thing is push-pull legs. What is that? And I'm also going to use like push-pull legs as kind of like the, I don't know, ideal breakdown to kind of help you understand the different body parts you're going to want to hit. People love push-pull legs, but the reason that I'm using this as a breakdown is not because I think it's the ideal split. Personally, from my time lifting, I think that it's quite unbalanced and a little bit unattainable when it comes to, I, I think that, I think that push and legs are a little bit heavy for one day and you can add more into a pull day to kind of make them a little bit more balanced and you can totally make a three day split that's a little bit more balanced than that once you get more comfortable with lifting. 
but I found that for me, push-pull legs is a little bit unbalanced. What I do think push-pull legs is good for is to break down, before you get into lifting, the body parts that like meld well together and it just kind of like makes sense in your brain. Once I once I explain like what push is, what pull is, it, it just like makes sense to group those things together. But I do think that just because the grouping makes sense doesn't mean that it's the only way to lift. And I do, honestly, I encourage you to start with push-pull legs. It's a good three-day split. It gets you into the gym. But once you get more into it, you might find that a push day is getting really long and you're getting out really fast on a pull day and you need to make it more balanced to work with your life. So that's my spiel on push-pull legs. With that, I'm going to use this push-pull leg split to explain the different body parts and explain what push-pull legs is because it's something you'll probably hear a lot in the gym community. So the body parts you want to hit just on a basic breakdown are chest, tries, shoulders, quads, glutes, hamstrings, maybe calves, back, biceps, abs. Okay, that was a lot. But basically, to break all this down for you, a push day is any exercise that you can imagine yourself pushing the weight off of you. Like think of bench press. Or um, if you're if you have a cable attachment on a cable and you're pushing it away from you, right? That's all going to be away. So that is going to be chest, tries, shoulders. Um, let's say if you're doing, for shoulders, I'm thinking of like a, a good example. If you're doing um, lateral raises, you're starting at your body and then you're pushing it away from your body in a way. Like if you kind of think about it like that, you're starting at your body and you're moving away. So it's like pushing it away. So that's push. And then I always put a leg day in between push and pull if I was to do the split. So a leg day is going to be like quads, glutes, hamstrings, calves. It's a long day. Leg day can be a long day. It can be strenuous. And I do think that if you're going to do a four-day split, I would split legs into two days. The more common one is to do quads and like maybe a calf burnout but like a focus on quads and then a focus on glutes and hamstrings for your other day that's if you want to do four days um but if you're only going to do three days I encourage you to just not think too too much about like the whole differentiation between like all the different leg muscles it's a big muscle to be working with and it's a big muscle to be working with muscles to be working with in one day so don't get bogged down by the amount of stuff that is entailed in a leg day and if you ever have questions about like what exercise is targeting what text me or google it or whatever i don't know obviously you can like curate the balance that works for you in your leg day it can get a little overwhelming though if you're doing a three-day setup So, if you ever have any questions, I'm doing a three-day setup right now, ideally, right? Last week (laughs) was crazy, and obviously, I'm not perfectly executing it because life happens, and you're right, but ideally, I have what's working for me in my three-day setup. So, if you want to ask me any questions about that, feel free, because I do understand the overwhelming part of that. And then, for pull day, or no, sorry, yeah, for pull day, actually, yes, that is back and biceps. This is like back and biceps is a quick in and out day. And um, a lot of people add abs into it. If you want to do a focus on core, then this is a day people usually add that into. I would suggest it if you have extra time. But with all that said, I kind of just wanted to use that like push pull breakdown because it's just a really common way to get into lifting if you're going to start doing three days. If you did want to do four days and you wanted to get into that, I'm, I'm going to give you a setup that worked for me while I was doing four days. Um, yeah, use it. Take it with a grain of salt. Again, this is what I learned. I think I would suggest going in and seeing what works for you 
and how to curate a balance that's best for you. For me, I love doing chest and tries together. I probably will never change this because it just worked for me the best. Um, and then I would do a day just like quads for the most part and then maybe do a calf burnout. But for the most part, I've always like incline walking and just like walking in general has kept my calves pretty strong. So I usually just use calves as a burnout if I do. And I wouldn't say it's like necessary to stress about either if that makes any sense. Like, I would just kind of maybe keep that out of sight, out of mind in the beginning. (laughs) Um, And then I did back and buys together. And then on my fourth day, I would do, like, glutes, hamstrings, and shoulders. Um, Shoulders is, like, a quick little thing that you can kind of tack on to anything. So I would say, like, shoulders and and core. Oh, I also um, mentioned core would be good, like, on a quad day if that's, if you're kind of following the breakdown that I just said. But, like, core, shoulders can kind of be moved around and kind of tacked on to the end of anything, in my opinion. But, again, this is just what I found worked for me when I was doing four days. So, that's just an example of one thing you can do. But, again, for the very last time, I'm going to say, I would go in and figure out what works for you and the best balance for you. And I also want to, like, kind of target my friends that are not much of planners, And I want to say, if you're kind of listening to this and you're like, I don't really want to do a week split, I'm with you. I'm kind of at a point where, like, I have a loose split, right? But at the end of the day, like, I kind of go in and do what I crave, if that makes sense. So I am going to reiterate this. Lifting is not the only way to work out, and changing up what you do is important. So if you walk into the gym and you're like, meh. I don't want to do legs today. I want to go on the treadmill and I want to walk. And I want to do some Quizlet while I walk. I want to do, I want to read an audiobook. I want to listen to an audiobook. Go fucking do it. Go fucking do it. And I am now kind of entering my era of like, I like walking. I like lifting. I like running. I like doing yoga. And uh, for me now, like a successful week isn't one where I listen to my split exactly it's one where I find a balance and I do the movement that I crave that day or week and if I want to lift once I'm going to do it and if I'm craving more impact more low impact movement sorry um I'm going to do it so I that's also something to keep in mind I'm targeting people who are kind of newbies to lifting and I want to just like instill that in your brain something that I've learned after kind of overdoing lifting don't overdo it and if a weekly split isn't really resonating with you then halt it there go into the gym when you feel like it and this is just if you want a little structure and for me I like having a little structure so I have a split that I'm like, okay, this would be nice to achieve by the end of the week. I think this would keep a good balance within my movements. But with that said, it doesn't happen all the time. And it hasn't happened in the past few weeks. So that's how I'm using my weekly splits. And I think that that's a good way to kind of introduce splits to you. And now on a day-to-day basis, let's break down like a day of lifting. I would say that I kind of follow loosely again I I follow everything loosely with this stuff now but if I was to introduce a beginner to lifting I would say that these are the ways to structure a day at the gym your first thing is to start with a compound slash start with whatever lift is going to be heaviest in the day um your compound doesn't need to be a deadlift personally on back days I don't deadlift anymore which I used to do as my compound as my compound now I do lat pull downs right it just works for me deadlifting really hurt my back and as someone who always even though they crave moderation also always craves to perhaps lift too much when they pick up a barbell and start deadlifting because I'm salty I never got two plates when I was deadlifting um anyway yeah so i i think that finding like a like compounds don't need to look like what everyone else's compounds look like right um i think deadlifting is an awesome exercise for me personally i cannot deadlift because i know that i will be stupid about it so i had to take that out of my routine 
And so examples for compounds, and I was kind of just saying that as like a, if you look up what a compound is and it's telling you this, you can, you can create what a compound is to you. Do what feels best, but your compound is essentially your heaviest lift of the day. So some examples you'll probably see are like deadlifting, barbell squatting, heavy RDLs or hip thrusts, um, benching. Those are just, those are the common ones, right? And a lot of the time you, no, I don't want to say you want to, but if you want to go heavier, you're going to want to pick up a barbell instead of a dumbbell because it just like allows you to push more weight. And, but that's that just on a simple level. But at the end of the day, it's just your heaviest lift. Don't overcomplicate it. Just do whatever you think is going to be the heaviest. It's going to gas you the most in the beginning. Now, after that, let's move into accessories. Add, I think as just a rule of thumb, try to add one single-handed accessory into each lift. You don't have to, or single leg, whatever you're doing that day. But that's just a, that's just something I try to do, try to not forget. It's important because you want to make sure that you're not you don't have any like muscle imbalances. It's good to just like check up on your body and be like, oh, I want to make sure this leg isn't more strong than the other. And if it is, then do some research on how to fix it. Maybe I can talk about that in my next one, but it's not too, too important right now. And then I think for the most part, you really only need two or three other accessories. I'm going to get into examples of like what an accessory is, but for the most part, just think of like the them, like you just did you just benched now let's do like a tricep pull down right so that's like the tricep pull down it would be your accessory and so what i was saying before is like if you if if you remember to try to add a single-handed one in right if you don't it's not the end of the world i would say you really realistically only need two or three accessories less is more put your all into a few accessories and you're going to have a more effective lift. It's going to take less time and focus on form and grasp that time under tension and just work the shit out of the accessories that you do. Some examples for push accessories would be, I'm just going to remind you if you forgot, but push is like chest, um, triceps, shoulders, right? Um, could be tricep pulldowns, lateral raises, front raises, skull crushers. That's just like a few. Um, if you want to do like maybe add in some chest ones. I just realized I didn't really write anything down for chest, but for chest you could do like a an incline dumbbell bench, right? So just like things where you're going to be working the muscles, but it's not going to be your heaviest lift of the day. And then for pull... You could do like bicep curls, lat pull downs. Could I, I just told you guys that I use that as like my heaviest lift, but you could totally use that as an accessory too. Um, any type of row, a, uh, a cable row, or um, you could do it with dumbbells. Sorry, I'm like kind of thinking off the top of my head. You should see me right now. I'm like in this beautiful study room and I'm like trying to like use my hands to make the actions to remember like how to explain them, but uh. <laughs> And then for legs, like, think lunges, Bulgarian split squats, hip thrusts, etc. Basically, just movements that are not going to be your heaviest are your accessories. I say you really only need two to three. And then moving into your burnout, I have a, Your burnouts are going to be your accessories that you like to use that are going to be higher rep, lower weight. And anything that you can use for a burnout is, like, is an accessory it's just preference and I guess like I don't know you kind of just have to learn what accessories you like to burn out with my personal favorites um lateral raises I love doing lateral raises on a cable for a burnout I love doing curl drop sets and I love doing um quad or hamstring extensions so I just gave you a few for like push pull and legs that are my personal favorites but again change it up do what you want see what you like for burnouts and trust me when I say that everything that I know is just trial and error I learned all of this from experience not saying that what I'm what I do and what I've done is gonna work for you but 
those are just some examples. And this is how I craft like a, a perfect day at the gym, right? One compound, two, three, maybe four accessories depending on the day, and then a burnout. And that's it. I think that that's the most basic, simple way to break it down to a beginner lifter. And I think that that's all you need and you don't need to overcomplicate it. And at the end of the day, if some of the stuff I was saying was like, oh, what's that? Just come back to this point where I'm like, it's simple when you think about it like this, compound, accessory, burnout, craft your day. And now that I kind of gave you those weekly, daily breakdowns, I'm going to, going to, I'm going to end this podcast on a few just things to remember. Um, I did ask my dad and Lucas, I mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast, but I asked them, I'm like, hey, do you have anything you think I should add? And their stuff will be in this part two. But a number one thing that I said is train with a purpose. You don't need to do a ton and overdo it when you go in there. As long as you're doing, you can do the most simple, you can go in and do two things and make it a successful lift. So as long as you're doing what you're doing with purpose and you're focusing on form and you're doing things in the best way for you and what feels best in your body and you're not compromising form for anything else, right? You're doing great and you're being successful and that's your purpose, right? Your purpose is to go in there and better yourself and do your thing. Don't stray from that. So that's that on that. I also wrote down that next time if you guys like this podcast and I feel like people wanted to listen to stuff like this, I would like to talk about the difference of when to use a dumbbell, a smith machine, a landmine, a barbell, or just like regular machines. And I also wanted to kind of touch on like what are drop sets, what are cluster sets, stuff like that. But I just don't, I, no, I don't really want to put it in this podcast, but I did write it down. And if you did like this, then tell me. And if you want to hear like a more in-depth version of this podcast, then I would totally do something like that. Um, yeah. So that's another note I had. <laughs> and then another thing that's super important is do not be afraid to ask for spots. Spots are going to help you so much. Even though I talked about kind of understanding those mental barriers, you could be the most beefiest macho motherfucker in the gym and having a spot is still going to help you because you know you have someone who's not going to let the weight crush you. And I'm just going to quickly, I actually need to wrap this up in the next five minutes. But I just want to mention, like, when I got 25 and I could put on 25s on the bench, I was so proud of myself. It was just, like, I was so, so ecstatic about it. And I was proud of myself no matter how much other people around me in the gym were lifting but at the end of the day, I had those like weird implicit things where I was like nervous about being excited about it. But everyone was cheering for me when I got 25s. All those men that like are benching way more than me were cheering for me and were like clapping and are were so supportive. So do not, no matter how much you fucking put on the bench, like right, I asked people for spots when I was lifting much less than that too. So do not be intimidated or anything. Ask for them. Also, eating is huge. This is, I wish that I could talk about this a little bit more and get into this. Lucas mentioned this and I think that he probably meant this in a different way because he's a boy and like things are a little different when you're a boy, but he did bring up a good point. Like your hunger is going to change when you start lifting. And so like, it's very, very important to just like give yourself grace and just like realize that lifting is going to affect your hunger and that's okay and just embrace it and eat eating is fuel eating is gains and yeah and just like embrace embrace the journey and just see how what you like what you don't like learn how things do and don't work for your body and just remember no one's looking at you you know if anyone ever makes you feel uncomfortable or insecure in the gym just know that everything is a projection and they are more insecure than you are because anyone who is making someone feel bad about stepping foot in a gym to better themselves is a pussy so on that note it is 12:58, and someone came in and interrupted me and told me that i need to get the fuck out because they had reserved this room so 
on that note, thank you guys for listening. I hope that, sorry the end was pretty rushed. I am stressed. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a wonderful rest of your day. If you want to talk lifting to me, text me anytime. I love talking about it. And I'm actually going to go on a run and then do a little legs. So ready to grab the day by the horns and just do my thing. So I love you guys and have an awesome week.